listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Do not text the show. I think we've earned a little privacy. Um, no, don't text the show because we're not live this morning. We're yep. sort of, we're a bit yesterday, I'll be honest with you. Mm. Uh, but do follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio because that won't cost you a nickel or a dime. And you can also email the show via the Absolute Radio website and we'll read them eventually. Alan loves to trawl retrospectively. I do. He loves a Friday night trawl. He does. That's the advantage of living by the sea, of course. <laughs> so, um... What are you oh, doing? I was playing I was, the tom. I was, uh... Treat your physique as a musical instrument. Can I tell you? Um, it was good enough for Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> True. Don't worry. If you hang about long enough, I could probably do that armpit thing. Oh, no, I ate that armpit thing. Oh, oh okay. no, I'm good, well, thanks. Let's not, then. Let's not. Yeah, I'd forgot about it now you've brought it up. <laughs> That'll come back to me now. Gross. It's my gift. Oh, that armpit thing. <laughs> can you do it through the shirt? I don't think you can, can you? No, I would just unbutton. Mm. Not through a plaid shirt mm. like just that. Just go, I'd go low buttons. Do you? Oh, really? I would do. I, um, if I'm going to do it, I usually just wear, like, one of those uh, breastfeeding gowns. Yes. So I get easy access to Ideal. the pits. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, well, let me tell you something. I was in uh, a motor car the other day. There's a company, I don't know if it's national. Yeah. But it's in London, and they're called Green Tomatoes. Are you familiar with Oh, yes, with I know yeah. them. Eco-friendly. They are eco-friendly, eco- eco-friendly mm-hmm. yes. So they, they like a hybrid. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I said to the guy, um, the, the driver, the driver. I, I was in the back on my own, and I said, um, do, you have, um, do you have Wi-Fi in these cars? Mm. And he said, he turned away from the, looking at the road and went, mm. I love free Wi-Fi. <laughs> and I thought, what is, what is a superfly? <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. And I said, well, me too. <laughs> and he said, no, that... No, that's the password. I love free <laughs> Wi-Fi. I'm not really God with it. I would have high-fived him if I could have reached over his headrest. I like the sound <laughs> of the in- your initial impression of him mm-hmm. as the unusual character. Yes, exactly. I wish he hadn't spoiled it all with that being the password. He felt... Um, he wasn't actually... A, um, he, he was East European, I think, but it, it felt like a sort oh, of black yeah. exploitation movie thing right. to say. Yeah. Like Shaft would have said, mm-hmm. I love free Wi-Fi. And they'd have said, what is Wi-Fi? And yeah. he said, hmm, maybe I'm a little premature. <laughs> and then it would have been like another scene with dancing. Yeah. That's how I see it going in that, uh, that shaft movie. Was it an eco car? Was it um, like a, a Prius or a... Is it silent? That's basically oh, my this question. Is, this is good. No, when they dropped you off. Because I got... Or was it I a got, Toyota? For it was silent sake. when they dropped me off. I mean, they did stop. No, but I... didn't I, roll. Uh, I'm not a stunt, man. Well, at least slow down. <laughs> they tend to slow down when you're not in the mafia. Yeah. Still as running, one, I always have to say, anywhere on the left <laughs> ear is fine. <laughs> and they did that. Mm. I, I was dropped off by a, an eco-taxi driver. Mm. And as I was walking up to the door of the house, I thought to myself, oh, that's really lovely. The guy stayed to see me go in. To the front door, as if like lovely slash creepy weirdo. Yeah, as if he was dropping me off from a date, and I was a, a dainty damsel or something. Yeah, 
and it turned out it had just been a silent car and he'd driven off ages ago and I hadn't heard it. That's oh. all it was. I, um, I'm glad you see that as a positive, because I get a few drivers watch <laughs> me to the door, as it were. Mm-hmm. And what I do you al- think when that happens? I always think, at the very best, they're, um, <laughs> they're planning a future burglary. <laughs> and at the worst, I'm about to be charged to the ground from behind, and then suddenly they're in my hallway. Hmm. I, I'm not, um, as you say, if it's a young lady going up to well, a, a you dark, stately manner. They you don't have to be young. No, they still Generally do, speaking. They do it for me, Frank, the drivers. Do they? They wait until I'm I'm in my vestibule. No, well, that, that I can see that. I mean, mm. that's caring yeah. with me, I Well, think. you haven't seen my vestibule. <laughs> <laughs> not for years. <laughs> I shouldn't imagine it's changed that much. Um, but I always sit there wrecking. Do you? Yeah. And I don't know if there's one thing I hate, it's Recky. Yeah. Put a song on. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. There was a bit of an incident just now. We actually did stop. There was a microphone. I hope you heard us on the first link. If you didn't, trust me, it was sensational. Yeah, well, say what happened then. Well, then, um, so we, um, we sent Sarah, our assistant producer, out to get... Um, help because there was some problem with the yeah the desk. I don't mean the inkwell was a bit crooked. I mean like the technical <laughs> bit. She wasn't keen at first, and then uh, she went in the She end. came back with um, with a goth, uh, and I never think I don't think of goths as being good in a crisis. But this one was very <laughs> as goths go, really practical. When you say goth, she had black hair. No, no, yeah, she was no. more than that. No, she did have a goth sensibility. She had, um, as Anne Widdicombe said, something of the night about her. Yeah. <laughs> I just seem lovely, and so, but you know, I don't think of them as get up and go. Mm. No, but she maybe she was drinking one of those energy drinks with the goth blood. typeface. Yeah, it'd be just be blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just blood. But how, how brilliant that is! Mm. Yeah, I think. I mean, I love the goths. They're my favourite youth subculture. Are they? Well, Are they? they don't. They don't have a violent uh, no. strand. The one nearly seem- all the youth subcultures do. Do you know oh. what? As well, they seem to read, which I like. They do read. You know. Mm. Oh, they love oh, you seem to know your way around a goth. Bram. They do read. Well, I was on MySpace for many years, <laughs> which is the home of the goth. And uh, and I also love it when you go to the countryside and there's one goth living in a village. Oh yeah. And there's no one else really yeah. to share their fashion thing with. Uh-huh. And they sit around in the churchyard drinking cider. They love a churchyard. Reading Bram Stoker and stuff like that. And it's, uh, I, yes, I love them, but I've, I've just never seen one really um, up and at it like that before. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I do like a goth. I wouldn't want to go on holiday with one, though. No? Well, maybe Transylvania. <laughs> Whitby. Yeah, you can't take the goth to the beach. Transfer- that's the two options. You've I done have an image now, now of um, Count Dracula <laughs> having a bit of a problem with his drainage system <laughs> and a goth like that turning goth up and saying, plumber. leave it to me, I have it done in five minutes and just done. <laughs> goth plumber, sounds great. Yeah. Black van. Hello, goth, ca- <laughs> goth, goth help, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, black van and like a pair of pliers <laughs> in the shape of a bat. <laughs> <laughs> If there's any other um, practical goths out there, well, you can't, um, you can't text, text us today because we're not live, but you can probably contact us through um, a medium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, or, or just head up to Camden Town. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's a goth shape? What are those, like, diamondy star things? Are they gothy? You know, I'm just thinking that... Diamondy star... What, what, in the, the pens- sky? 
If your yeah, pent, do you mean in the sky at yeah. night? What they called? Is it called a pent? No, pentangle. No, pentangle is a bit diabolic, isn't it? Oh, oh is, is it? it? <laughs> I was just thinking that if the if we got a goth email, it shouldn't go in email corner. It should go in like the goth shape, the pentangle, or mm. something I'd similar. Happy, I'd be happy to have a goth corner where goths contact us every That'd week with one, a bit of you know. Oh, it'd be a lot of full length leathers, Frank. A goth goth. Goth goth. <laughs> goth goth. Oh yeah, I'm sure there'd be loads of that. It's. Uh, I've suddenly become strangely fascinated by the whole I concept think now. Goth yeah. Goss is uh, what they called the um, Bross brother that never joined the band, didn't it? <laughs> goth yeah. Goss. Yeah, because he wouldn't go blonde. <laughs> yeah, <you said>. exactly. <laughs> he and they get said, the you can't wear a full lentil leather overcoat. <laughs> I know what I'm doing, man, he said. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I wish I knew I'd said OMG when she came in. <laughs> oh my goth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's um let's move on from uh from that. I um I went uh, I went online shopping this week. Do you go online shopping, I suppose you Late do. review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blimey. Frank's got it. I went online, online shopping. <laughs> Speaking I of, used uh, a car the other day. <laughs> Extraordinary. Speaking of light reviews, I watched um, Whiplash the other night. Don't know. You know about three years. You don't know it. That film where the man teaches somebody to play drums. Um, oh. You know when you say oh, spoilers. <laughs> you know when you say you don't know it, you've forgotten it. Is what I think he means because it was so long ago. I thought it'd be your kind of film. It's very masculine. That was about. Th- honest, I'm, I'm just... saying I judge films. That's about three boyfriends ago. That's oh, how right, I judge yeah. films. No, you've definitely you do know it. Hang on, it's a man no, who plays the drum. He teaches them how to play the drums. You say it's my kind of film, but you're the one that's always saying that he's a member of the S and M community, and you've only just seen Whiplash. That seems um... <laughs> no. Well, um, I knew it was drum based, oh, really? not bass drummed, but yeah, so that put me off it. Yeah, it's all based on how you teach people, you know. Oh yeah. So um, if you teach them by fear and horror, they get better apparently. Oh. That's. I mean, that's not what the studies claim about education, is it? But um, why are you seeing these films? Do you? Sorry, Albert. I'm, I'm. You know, don't call it catch up and then condemn people for catching <laughs> up. No, I'm not condemning. I'm just saying, what's happened? Have you been sent some DVDs from the public? No, no I've just been thinking. Kath and me said, um, you know, it's about time we watch some stuff mm. rather right. than just you know, Buzz goes to bed and then we just argue for two hours. <laughs> So we're trying, to, we're trying to make it more practical. Trying to get a hobby in the way of that. But, you know, <laughs> we've, been, we've moved on to the second series of um, Broadchurch. <laughs> no. And can I say... I've been told. I, I don't think it's quite as good as the first. <laughs> <laughs> oh. late review. Oh. So far, so far, but I haven't given up on it. I'm still watching. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of guy I am, optimistic. <laughs> anyway, I went online shopping and I bought myself um, two mm. new totes. New? You know I love a tote bag. Yeah. Do you yes, ever? I do, and it's the campus thing about you. No, I do love a I'm tote not sure bag. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. What about this? <laughs> you just have to trust me. That was, you don't want to know what he was doing then. <laughs> um, FYI. Um, Omg. Okay. No, she just went past. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you went online. Well, it, I'll tell you what's wow. happened. This is, uh, um, and you heard it here first. The BBC shop is closing down, and I didn't realise that online things had a closing down sale. Hang on. Oh. What the, the BBC shop is closing down online? It's not carrying yeah. on online. No, it's it's gone. Oh. Well, it's gone on the thirtieth of March. 
I think it's all right to talk about the BBC on Absolute, isn't it? I don't know how interesting it is. But I imagine yeah, it's, it's, it, well, it's, it's interesting if you're looking for a bargain. <laughs> Two totes, four so, quid each. The <laughs> internet has bargain. Hold the front page. Also, <laughs> I know, but um, totes are normally free. I've never paid for a tote in my life. Never paid for a tote. Who's pa- who here has paid for? There's a no tote? such thing in life as a free tote. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what I always say. <laughs> Not even. I'm thinking of starting a shop called um, Totes Marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think totes amazing? Yeah. That's no, so I got two. I, here's one, look. Okay, let's have a look. You know this is radio, guys. Yes, yeah. I know. Well, I'm gonna, Can we I'm put gonna, the picture on social okay. media? I'm going to paint a pen I'll picture. I'll do it on Saturday. Oh, <gasps> wow, that is Do you know, beautiful. Frank, that is actually really nice. Yes, that's... It's, 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 really it's a lovely. Doctor Who bag. It's a reproduction, I think, of a, of a comic cover. It's and it's, it's, it's the fourth It's the fourth Doctor tote. With them. Unless if there's any Germans listening, they'll say, the fourth Doctor, he's tote? <laughs> means dead. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, the Isn't. idea of you click to buy on that, it, I find it so cute. Yeah, yeah, and I also got one that's got uh, uh, one of them Daleks on it as well. Uh, I bought a lot of stuff from the from the Doctor Who shop. Oh. Do you not do much online shopping normally then? No, I he don't. Gets, he gets everything for free, doesn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, he does. I bought something. <laughs> I don't get everything for free. I, um, he I, prefers I, it. He doesn't trust cash. Are you like one of those... He doesn't trust online shopping. Are you like one of those um, bullseye winners? You know, they had to give them the cash and they yeah, had to exactly. put it in a tankard. Exactly. I like... I, um, I think I, I, I bought... Years ago, I bought um, a denim jacket from a catalogue. Hmm. That sounds nice. And it wasn't <laughs> really when it wow, came out. Wow, I'd love to see that. Skin, you know, skinhead escapes. You know that sort of <laughs> denim that a shirt's made out of? So it's oh. not, it's that chambray. very thin denim. It's, it's like chambray. That. Yeah. Well, I see, it's I would not chambray. have, if you looked at it in the book, it looked fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and that made me think, um, <laughs> it made me think, oh, you can't, you can't trust that. You've got to, you've got to be able to get your fingers around a garment before I'm, you... True. I'll tell you what I call that doll denim. Yes. Yeah. They, they fashion, well, I had a Fonzie doll, as you may remember, <laughs> and the doll denim on that yeah, was, was that an extraordinary thin? bad quality. Well, yeah. a friend of mine had a, uh, a mini car with denim upholstery. Oh, that sounds great. And that, and that was that very thin. <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't sound great. No. Is it patchwork? No, no, it was, it was a plain tenor. Okay. It's had quite a heavy <laughs> stitch, if I remember <laughs> rightly. But we all did in those days. I don't think people get, get the stitch anymore, do they? It used to be a very 1970s thing to get. You go running and say, oh, got a stitch. I've never heard anybody say that for 25... It's died out. Why do you think that is? How could it have died out, the stitch? <laughs> I mean, they're not, they're not prone to fashion, these uh, stomach pains. No. Strange, is it? I would ask you to text him, but you can't today because we're not live. But do email us if you've had a stitch <laughs> in the last 30 years. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolutely. Daisy, our producer, just claimed that she had a stitch this week. You don't believe it. Yeah, she wasn't <laughs> even running. Yeah, but that would be such a pathetic thing to do. No, she said about. I was just rushing to get um, my, my child to school. You don't get a stitcher like that. Yeah, but she's, you know. Your appendix at birth, madam. <laughs> yeah, but she's. Check she's it out. Ca- she's carrying. She's got one in the oven. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, well, maybe that. Um, I hadn't thought of that. Sorry. Are we Sorry, everyone. That <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Is it, is it public knowledge? Yeah. Oh, thank well, God for that. So. I hope so. Look at her. Well, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, she's got a big old bump there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I thought she just uh, had a couple of totes around her neck <laughs> underneath that smock. I'm calling it a smock. <laughs> anyway, um, so I've t- I was thinking about totes in general, and I think... What do you think about this theory? Okay. I won't carry uh, a tote unless it says something about me. On it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't mean literally about me, but when I looked at my tote collection today... (laughs) One hundred. Do you want to see my tote? Yes, let's see. You've all seen my tote anyway. Well, yeah. Let me see. The the gentlemen have. Okay. Here comes this the This is my tote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like Emotional that. baggage. It says yeah. on now, my tote. Now, there you are. Now, that is very you. Blue. Yeah. That's blue. very you because you're an emotional person mm-hmm. and quite proud and upfront about, about that. 100. But also, mm-hmm. um, I think um, it means baggage, but also you're a person that has elegant baggage, if you know what Lovely. I mean. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. And crucially, I like to laugh at my baggage, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I... I noticed I got one out that advertises a bookshop. That's me, isn't it, saying, don't be fooled by the accent. Yeah. Dawn Books, I've got that one. It is Dawn Books. I've got a Dawn Books as oh, well. Oh, you guys. Mm. And, um, so that's a nice one. And well, you could have uh, a WH Smith one in Manchester. Maybe. <laughs> you know, I've got an absolute rate. Well, I've got a couple of absolute radio Oh, ones. yeah. The lovely thing about a tote is they fold. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Have oh. one in your pocket, empty, folded, go in and buy some shopping, and people think, no, you're in a mess. You think, I don't think so, and out comes the tote. <laughs> Well, also, though, the lint, they're lint gatherers. The lint um, accumulates in the tote, I find. In the corners of the tote. Oh, oh yeah. I found a fries chocolate cream in there the other day. In the corners of the tote. <laughs> Go walking in my sleep. <laughs> That's my new single. So, um... Uh, well, where does Al stand I've also totes? got... Can I just tell you, I've also got In the Heart of the Sea, a tote that was sent me free... Do you know that film in the heart of the sea? You're going to keep rhyming? No, (laughs) but if you've seen it, we know it came out before the 60s. No, I haven't seen it. I've got ages yet. It's a a sort of, it's a whaling film, I think. Recent whaling film. Oh, I don't like whales. Do you mean the the uh, the ma- the, the, mammals? the creatures? Yeah. yeah, you don't like them. No, I think they look like they're all friendly and they're actually quite a nasty piece of work. I think they only eat plankton. Well, I, I happen to know some very nice plankton, so sorry. Yeah, well, plankton is God. That's what they used to. It's a graffiti, you know. I know it's Clapton. Oh. <laughs> sorry, can we do that again? Are we, uh, Frank, what about we actually Alan's can do it again? <laughs> what about Alan's totes? Um, do you know what? I have a tote, and I'll I'll show you in a in a moment. I've I got... think Alan thinks they're a bit feminine. Well, well, let me. Uh, I've got one. It's not made of. That's the not a tote. tote fabric. Hang on, hang. Just you. I'm unzipping. Oh, my it's luggage. a tote within a bag. He's See, unzipping a tangerine nylon. Um, I want to call it crossbody bag. Oh, I yeah. hope I haven't lost it. Oh, here we go. I mean, we don't have time for these kind of <laughs> delays. I can find it during the next song if you'd oh, rather. Okay. What okay. have you got in there? You look, that, that looks like John Darwin Canoe Man's luggage. Oh, oh, okay. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in a little pouch, and then out it comes. It's in, like, um, <laughs> it's in like a parachute material, and it oh. has, uh, has a picture of oh. a strong man. Oh, well, of course it does. <laughs> look. Oh, you've managed to get some sort of butch tote. No, Actually, I, was I don't like. That's the sort of thing my mum used think. to get loose potatoes in. I don't think it is butch. My mum used to have a big shopping bag. I mean, like a, one of those plastic shopping bags that you know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't mean like what you get from the supermarket. No, I know the one Hard you mean. plastic with a zip. With a metal carrier's oh, yeah, yeah. metal handle. And handles. she used to go and get potatoes. In it, but not in a not in a plastic bag. They'd just be in the bottom of her shopping bag, and the other oh, stuff yeah. would be on top. So there was always like 
about half an inch of soil yeah. in, the, in the bottom of my mum's back. <laughs> Just struck me. Even that with a grave digger. Oh. Um, Frank, <laughs> we, I think we should take pictures. When this show's out, toes. so that everyone can see our totes on the show. Okay, yeah? I'm, I see my I mean, toes as well. If Alan, can I ask mind. a question? How, I'm did in you totes spend, agreement. Did you spend any money on that toe? It's so cheap. The fabric, I feel sick. I am. Um, Even I feel a little bit bilious, <laughs> and I'm not a fashion person. I was given it as a gift for Christmas. It is like it is like. You're going to tell us by a child now. It was given to me by. Your family for Christmas. You're going to say a child, and we're going to feel so bad. It isn't going to be by a child. It's going no, to be it's... someone who's a, in the in the paratroop regiment, <laughs> just in by the wife material. And children, my wife and children. Lovely. Well, that's um, <laughs> respect. I like it. <laughs> I love it. Can I say the only tote that lets me down? I, I noticed today was something I don't even know what it is. It says the Chocolate Festival. Does mm. that ring any bells with you? Well, look at Instyle magazine. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> Chocolate festival. What was it about? I don't, that doesn't say anything about me at all. If anyone knows, don't text us. It's not your day, all right? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Don't get me wrong. I have to do my joke. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you about when I was with Chrissy Hind and she said, I'm going to get some cakes. And I said, don't get my rank. <laughs> <laughs> If I said that to her, I imagine she'd go, huh, <laughs> at best. Well, she's got a lot of calls out on goth help. I see. She works with them. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she's a sort of an a sort of older statesman <laughs> in the goth world. Yeah. That was a bit of a shot, by the way. I don't, I don't know if we're, it's all right to talk about this, about Maria Sharapova in there. Mm. <laughs> you think so? I was taken aback. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think it's all right to talk about it, but it's a bit weird. We just said that was a bit of a shot. <laughs> that like just struck me. I don't know why. I thought Chrissy High and Maria yeah. Sharapova. Why? Peas in a pod. Because they're oh. both druggies. <laughs> no, no, they aren't. They aren't. Um, what is, I mean, she's, had it, she's owned up that she took a, a, a substance. Well, Chris Everett. Um, late review, Chris Everett said... I love his breakfast show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Everett said uh, she doesn't have a lot of friends on the circuit, oh. is how she put it. She... Sounds like me in stand-up. <laughs> yeah. She's got amazing <laughs> shoulders, though. Yeah. Sharapova. Best shoulders. Well, she just said she life. tends to isolate herself a bit. She's one of those. We right. all know performers like that. Mm -hmm. Which is why no one has really come forward, perhaps, to defend her. Well, I feel a bit sorry for her because, you know, if she'd been like some of those big, rich, high-profile people that had the sort of advisors and coaches and that mm. that would spot an illegal substance straight away, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I still think she's uh, lovely. I'm very forgiving, me. Oh, yeah. Of the beautiful. <laughs> well, some the, hot Russian babe you're forgiving. The big Absolutely shells. disgusting. I don't know. You know, I love all things Russian. Um... <laughs> But no, I'm thinking more of the shoulders. Mm. What, what about the shoulders? It's a very What's neglected. It's a very neglected um, area of um, attraction. I think the shoulders. Not me. I flaunt my shoulders. Do you? Don't I, Daisy? Mm -hmm. My mm. shoulders were disgusted at Absolute Radio. They were okay. disgusting at Absolute Radio. No, they were disgusted by oh, Andy disgust. Bush. I've Andy. ruined mine with with uh, tote straps. <laughs> yeah. Overloaded tote straps. They're meant to be a handbag, really, I feel, the tote. The shoulders of this season's erogenous zone. Oh, oh they really? Yeah. Once again, I'm ahead of the game. You are. You're mm -hmm. right about everything I've told well, you. This couldn't have happened at the worst time for Sharapova. You wear a top, and it's called a Bardo top. Oh, yes. Bardot. Because of Bridget Bardo. Oh, this yes. is what she popularised. And the Bardo tops are, well, as you put it, Frank, they're all the rage. Is it one of those sort of gingham... 
and it stops. You're going um, a bit Jane Russell, but but it can be gingham. And does it? St- it stops um, just above. I'll the... show you how it is. Oh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Emily just got her shoulders out. For yeah, the, uh, lovely Ma- shoulders. The Ma- Mazel tov. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, I'm wearing these days. What? I've uh, I've been wearing a singlet for the last uh, week. Oh, very Charles Hawtrey. Yeah, it does. I was hoping for Paul Newman or Bruce Willis, but no, it has come out Charles can Hawtrey. We, uh, can we specify underneath of the garments or oh, just yes. around, like in a kind of? Uh... Well, I did. Um, I did shave in it. That's right. something that I hadn't struck to because like, you can't really shave in a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. No. You end up with a wet, you know. But I've realised there's there's room to manoeuvre. Yeah. Well, when you're shaving in a vest, you look in the mirror. It's the most man I've ever felt in my life. (laughs) And there's room to manoeuvre in a singlet. You know, you can you can can deodorise, you can shave. You're dressed. Yeah. Yeah. Making any sense? And I like the look. I look like a sort of because I'm thin at the top end, at least. In the mirror, in a white singlet, I look like a 1950s British athlete. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very um, Roger Bannister. He's in it for the sport, you know. Well, I'm thinking maybe I work in light engineering in the week, but I've got a very understanding boss who lets me go to the big meets. Loneliness of the long-distance runner. Yeah, that that, that was a look And after training, you go to a nice pub and have some ciggies. Yeah. That's what (laughs) they did in those days. That's right, and people say, uh, way, Frank, good, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And that's it, and really you don't want to talk, because... You, you like to be, you know, with yourself after a big one. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... Um, what do you wear this singlet with? Just on its own? No, I wear it on the on things. No, but when you're doing your ablution. Oh, no, then I just... I wear it with... Um, I wear it with a trouser. Oh. Okay. I, I think it looks better like that. Yeah. If you just wear so a singlet... So you wouldn't singlet, wander around on its own with the singlet? No, it's too, it's too close to Top Cat. <laughs> oh, says he of the lone pyjama top. I know, but yeah. that's when I'm sleeping. I'm not confronted with it all the time. <laughs> By the way, a singlet is a, can I, it is a vest for anyone who doesn't... When I said I slipped into a singlet, I didn't... I don't mean a baby swan. <laughs> <laughs> for all those thousands of people that were thinking that. I don't think signet is, a singlet is um, commonly used now. I've mentioned it to a couple of people who have just looked at me as if I was balmy. How old are they? Um, Millennials. I yeah. don't know, you can't always tell, can you, with people? No. You don't ID everyone you chat to, do you? No, I'm going to say maybe mid-30s, but it could be mid-40s. Oh, OK. <laughs> Either way, it was a blank, blank page when mm. the old singlet was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I looked in the mirror, on, I think it would be Tuesday, and one of, one of the, um, the sort of over-the-shoulder bits, what would you call them, the straps? Yeah. One of the straps had slipped down quite provocatively. Straps? Oh. It's, it's got a bit tootsy. Do you know what I mean? Straps. I suppose it was the same shoulder yeah. thing that we were talking not, about. Yeah. But it was great, you know. It was just like sort of sitting on the old TB scar. <laughs> I, um, well, I found it quite exciting, and it was, it was me. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Don't text us today because we're not live. And I hate that. Keep radio live, I would say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you just can't do it. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter, though, <laughs> at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Won't cost you a wooden nickel. Mm. Ah, yes. 
So, so we should uh, we should discuss a subject close to my heart, which mm. is um, uh, apparently Cristiano. Is it your aorta? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Apparently, Cristiano Ronaldo mm. is uh, is struggling for friends at Real Madrid, which oh, I am. Um, yeah. I've often thought the downside to being a footballer is that you have to spend all day with other footballers. Surely that would be taxing. Like, well, it depends on the on the footballer. But I mean, in a group, like I mean, no. how many, I always think how many that would be, be the squad of, one of the brilliant things yeah. is that you Do sort you? of retain your sort of schoolboyness until you're about thirty-five. Yes, that's of just being a bunch of blokes messing about. You know, yeah, that makes doesn't me, appeal. Oh, can you imagine how many times they flick towels at each other during a typical week? Well, I don't I have mean, to imagine, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds great to me because when you get really? it, when you get the it right, flicking. when you really get it right and time it to perfection. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very satisfying art, towel oh. flicking. Oh. Frank will red- happily talk See- to footballers all night. Yeah. He was at my birthday once, Gary Lineker was there. I've got a photo of him. His face was... It was a picture, Frank, wasn't it? It was, uh, as most photographs are. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I've spoken to Gary Lineker many times, but I ne- mm. there's always a point where I think, oh, my God, it's Gary Lineker at some point in the evening. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes. I'm but, surprised how many of the nice ones fit in when actually there's, you know, it's probably like 30 blokes in a squad. Mm. Just even the banter whilst they all go in that big bath after oh, training. the bants. Oh. Imagine, imagine the bants. Mm. Oh, I am. Also, it's one of the problems with him is that he's absolutely gobsmackingly brilliant and people don't, they never oh, I thought you were going to say that. horrible. I oh, know, he's, I don't, well he might be, but he's <laughs> he a fantastic as well. footballer. Is he? Oh, he's horrible. The man. others must, must, must hate his, you he's know, superiorness. Lo- he's got some close Maybe. friends. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, it, yeah, according to this article, he's only following four of his teammates on the social That's media. That's a shame, isn't it? I think it's a slightly flimsy premise for an yeah. article, to be I fair. I know, but four teammates, I mean, that's, you know. My, I think is one of his main problems is he overgels. Oh, he does. Right. I mean, he massively overgels. And whenever I, I with see people, him... do you? I, no, he <laughs> doesn't, doesn't gel at all, I think, but, but he really gels the hair. He's got a lot of product. And my thought, if he came over to me and say, you know, I'd be like, oh, nice to come to your house for dinner. <laughs> That's never going to happen, Frank. He's no. never come over. Imagine him coming to your house. But if it did, I would think, well, that... That's an anti-Macassa that'll never be... It won't, <laughs> it won't be washable. That'll have to be thrown away. And if you've got a leather couch, can oh, you you'd, Oh, you'd have to go anti-Macassa on a leather you'd couch. You'd have to. Yeah, you'd I'd put right Hessian down on, <laughs> over the top. Look, like he's right. some sort of animal. Ronaldo's coming round. <laughs> no, but you, you could not sit on an upholstered chair without leaving a shadow. That's impossible. It's fine, though, because I've, I've got a job lot of old British rail anti-Macassas have from you? the old carriages. Oh, I envy you that. I've got them on on the, on the internet, Frank, where you can get a lot of bargains I, if you're interested. You're right about the gel is too much. It's what I call nightclub owner. And you can't put that much on a human I, being. I always think it looks like I might as well finish this jar because it's <laughs> nearly done. Well, it is. <laughs> so I'll put a bit more on than I normally put on. And you feel... I mean, I, I don't know if it's the sort that would be like... Or, or the sort that would be... <laughs> but, um... No, that that would put me... I'm, I, I mean, he might be a lovely bloke, but I don't want that on my upholstery. He's not a lovely bloke. We don't said, know, how do you know that? <laughs> oh, good heavens, you just have to look at him. <laughs> at Manchester United, I won the Champions League and did not speak with Ferdinand, Giggs or Scholes. 
Yeah, the clue is that you're using their surname as well. Doesn't even use their first name. He said hugs and kisses don't count for anything. Mm. No, well, yes, I don't think you can judge your friends by the amount of the footballers that hug and kiss you after you've scored a goal. Yeah. It's pretty unlikely. He did say one of the funniest things. He said, um, he said it doesn't matter if Christian Bale <laughs> comes to my house or has dinner at his house. We're all professionals. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter nutrition-wise. Did he say Christian Bell or Gareth Bell? Oh, did he say? Did he say? Oh, <laughs> such an idiot! Didn't he? He got Gareth Bell's name wrong. That you're right. That's why they don't like him. If you get people's name wrong, they never forgive him. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Mm, so we was on about um, Ronaldo, that old Maca- anti Macassar <laughs> Soiler. <laughs> you know you, uh, you know you. I'd love it. Names. Sorry, I'd love it if someone chanted that was an abusive chant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Team Casasola Ronaldo. Yeah, he said uh, when he uh, won the Champions League with United, and uh, and I didn't speak with Ferdinand Giggs or Scholes, and yes. you said he's only mm. used their surnames. Do you mm. think that's because he didn't know their first names? And yeah. And he just read them off their shirt. Well, look look, how, he messed, messed, look how he messed up Gareth Bale's first name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I think he just In reported speech, granted. Yeah. Calls them all by their surname. <laughs> That's it. I, th- I, I, um, I don't have a great many friends myself, so I understand. You know, how many would you say actual? close friends you've got? Close friends. Oh. That doesn't count your partner and your children, by the way. No, no. No, I wouldn't even consider putting... <laughs> My partner in that. Thanks. <laughs> and <laughs> no, that that was a joke, obviously. Yeah, go on. Oh God! Well, we can't just sit here one. while you mentally count them. Pay <laughs> for that when I get home. Um, um, I would say four. Four. Yeah, probably four. Maybe that worries five. me. Is because... one of them Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> well, more importantly, um, hello. What? <laughs> yes. Who yeah. are featuring that for? You, you're 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 one of my close friends, but I mean, we don't. So how often do we socialise? Quite often, every couple of weeks, I come over. Every two weeks, I'd say I see you outside office hours. I didn't know you were there. <laughs> Is that you in the garden? <laughs> I often come. No, well, I, but I, yes. Well, Am I allowed to? But be- I mean, I never socialise with Alan or or Daisy, or no. um, certainly not with Sarah. She's <laughs> young, young enough to be my granddaughter. <laughs> she walked. She led me up the stairs when I arrived today, mm. and she walked quite fast. And mm. I was, I was. <gasps> I said, come on, walk a bit slower. And she didn't realise that when a man walks up the stairs behind a woman in a skirt, he cannot drift any more than one or two steps behind her. Or she thinks, oh, yeah, I know what's going on here. So it's like like being towed. Yeah. (laughs) I don't mean I've towed hard. I mean towed as in on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Guess how many close friends I've got? Oh, plenty. You think so? Mm. Yeah. 16. That's 16, a lot. That is a lot. I counted them. I don't lot. know. 16 people by name. That is a lot. <laughs> I've, I've, got, got, I've got a lot of love to give. Yeah. My, um, an ex-partner of mine said to me, you're going to end up like that Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you know, like... Was he all right? I think he was all right. She said, like, you know, a big, a big, uh, big famous comedian, but, yeah. like, desperately lonely. Mm. Oh. I thought... Be all right. <laughs> Sounds great. Don't mind that. So. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> no, it's it, it's. Uh, 
I'll tell you what I've got. I've got there's a lot of people in my heart, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. But I don't feel any... They remain. In, I hold them in great affection, mm. even though they all live maybe no more than half an hour from my house. I see them. I haven't seen any of them for about three or four years. Mm. Wow. Now, do you count for that? Sloth? Laziness? Sloth, I don't know him that well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've worked together, but I couldn't just turn up at his house. And you say, very... yeah, what are you doing here, man? He's been like that with me. Do you know, do you know Charlie Sloth? Oh, okay. um, it's a very nice chat. Excuse me, Alan, how many close friends do you have? Um, well, I counted this up, and uh, I'm rounding it down uh, a million. Oh, thanks for I'm that. rounding it down to a cool mill. No, seriously. I was being serious. Why is that not... Right, they see um, this is that Alan doesn't like the personal stuff. Oh, does he not? No, no I don't So like he deals bolts. with it by he making bolts. a joke, because he doesn't yeah, want to deal with it. Absolutely, Vanderbolks. I, I thought I was on a comedy show. <laughs> you thought yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, all comedy's truth, just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, <laughs> you were asking how many uh, real friends... I have. Yeah, you were avoiding it. No, I wasn't, you said a I wasn't million. avoiding it. I t- I, yeah, all right. And then you I, said, look, it's a comedy show. To, we're not asking <laughs> you to name them. You sat, no, no. Me. I, the thing is, there are people... Stop evading it. How many friends have thou? No, I was... You know, Frank said he lives near to loads of people that are very close to his heart and that he really... I, I have lots of friends that live quite far away from me, so I don't see them, and then I do, and I really like them for a couple of days if you're visiting, you know, if you're in Bristol or, mm. you know, the Lake District. Just answer the, the question, are, your witness. What I'm saying is that you can then go, all right, we can leave it another three years and I'll barely get in touch with you. That's, isn't that fine? Isn't that allowed? I think, it, I think it is, but I sometimes feel awful about it. I think yeah. I have, there's several people who are close to my heart, but they're mm. rarely close to my hearth. Right. Get um, it? I love yeah. it when men meet their male friends for coffee. <laughs> it just makes me laugh <laughs> when men say, should we meet for a coffee? <laughs> it's just so weird when men do that. What yeah, do you I, do? What do you talk what about? Hi, mate. How are you? I don't, yeah, I don't. I'm good, mate. Yeah, so keep him well? Yeah, mate, keep him well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I meet any male friends for a coffee. Would you ever do that? I mm. would do it. Yeah, I don't know. Do I, you I've meet for coffee? I've, yeah, I do quite for a bit. Me, for me, coffee, coffee always means that it's going to get physical. <laughs> Does when it? everyone says, you want to come back for a coffee? Don't ever. <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever. If someone says come back for a tea, I was thinking it's going to oh, be lovely. We'll, we'll probably oh, watch yeah. an old black and white Ealing comedy. And, <laughs> in it. Yeah. But coffee's got a CD. <laughs> mm. Well, I think coffee can be used if you want to. You don't. You, if you say meet for a drink, that sounds like there might Who's be it? the conjugals later or the sexuals later. Oh, can you say all this? <laughs> you can say that. Daisy, can we say that? She well, said yes. Apparently, we're all right on a pre-record. You can't say it live. <laughs> you can. Rule number thirty-four, isn't it? Yeah, rule thirty-four. You've just okay. You've just cor- incorrectly identified Christian Bale. I think you're the one to be worried about. He's got a temper on him. Well, all the Bales—they don't make any difference to me. No. So anyway, um, I um, yes, I, I I should make an effort with it, but I don't. Yes. But how many? Do you have friends? But how many, Alan? I think probably <laughs> ten. Ten? Ten. Six. Four. Six. Four. four. You've four. Just I've got four. Why have you cut all those other Two? ones off? <laughs> I'm seeing one later, definitely. He's safe. I know I one of your friends. I know one of your friends. Yeah. Banked him. 
I only know one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know any of our friends, truly? <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, it's difficult, isn't it? I think a friend, the definition, you have lots of people you like and acquaintances, but that you could make yourself, I'm getting a bit heavy here, very vulnerable with. So oh, you could yeah. be completely open and honest, like you could cry in front of them. Mm. Mm. Here's White Snake. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't said that for a few years. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Oh, i tell you what else I bought online. <laughs> I bought um, three... The Foretolds. What? The Foretold was... Do you remember I was in Doctor Who once? Well, the support actor for Tops. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember I was in Doctor Who? Yes, Perkins. Yes, well, do you remember there was a mommy in it? Yeah. Well, the mommy was called The Foretold. And, um... Strange name. The action figure of that mommy... Oh, yeah. like four quid or something. I mean, like four quid for an action figure. Four quid for a foretold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, what were you expecting five to Five quid pay? for a five-told. Um, so I, uh, I, I bought three of them. So hang on, you bought two totes. Two uh, totes, three for tolds. Okay, how much did you spend? That's this week's arithmetic question. I spent... About, on, Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, Aladdin, will you work it out? <laughs> Eighty-odd quid. Eighty? Yeah. I thought it was two totes and a four No, I also bought some DVDs and some What DVDs were those? Disgusting. T-shirt. How did those DVDs come to £80? Hey, this guy works hard. If he wants to treat himself (laughs) to... Yeah, exactly. It's a closing down sale. Two tote bags. Yeah, three four tolls. I'm just questioning (laughs) how we suddenly arrived at 80 Nicker. Look, he works hard, he plays hard. (laughs) Exactly. Right, in the BBC shop, but... (laughs) Got to let off steam somehow... I thought, if, if that's your worst vice, you have a very lucky partner. Well, that is probably my, that's probably is my worst vice. Um, mm. And I will give up shopping at the BBC shop for next Lent. <laughs> that <laughs> that But So I thought I've got three three of these, uh, the foretolds now. They're oh, okay. horrible. Because, you know, then I've got, I'll, I'll keep one in the box. Mint in mm-hmm. box, MIB. That's a souvenir. Then one I can just have sitting on the bookcase casually. And then one for Buzz to play with. Oh, that's nice for him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really? think he's got a decaying corpse <laughs> toy <laughs> until now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was. I, I got a first Doctor T-shirt. Did I, did I mention that? Um, you mentioned a T-shirt. Didn't well, hang on. So you got that as well as the foretold and the totes. Yeah, and three books. Sounds like you've got a lot more than you first let on. You're well, drip feeding you, us. Once you start um, browsing. Oh, yeah. on on a closing down sale, you know what it's like. It's click click click. And it's also, like knitting. You know, Frank, Frank's been busy, hasn't he? So, like, now the checks have started rolling in and he's gone, Whoa, I've got about 80 quid to drop on the uh, yeah. BBC well, shop. I'll tell you what, Al, he would have got free delivery with that. Oh. But it's for 80, for, normally for, over 50 it's free. Fair play to BBC shop, free <laughs> delivery in the UK. Amazing. Whatever you buy. Oh, really? really? The BBC Even if you got two totes, you'd get free delivery, you my eye. You could buy eye. a Capi de Monte life-size horse, it'd still be free delivery. <laughs> oh. So they're moving the shop 
offline, but it's they've gone. moved the television station online. Their business planning's gone to... I think the theory the room, is think. that they're now they've ne- they're opening what they call. I mean, we shouldn't be advertising BBC <laughs> products, but they're yeah. opening a sort of a Netflixy thing, and oh. they're saying that the day of people buying like DVDs is, is gone. True. Oh. True. What Not about- Frank. <laughs> <laughs> series eight, series eight box set. They had two. Right. This is the this is the uh, the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Frank's buying it up the old laser discs. That's yeah. his favourite medium. <laughs> they had two. They had uh, they had the normal uh, series eight, and then they had uh, collector's edition. Mm. I thought, look, I was in here. I bought <laughs> both. <gasps> <laughs> you know, you've gone spend, spend, spend. Yeah, I don't, exactly. Who cares? Now I've got them. I just like holding them in my arms <laughs> instead of friends, <laughs> <laughs> and they're cheaper. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So on, so on the subject of this, the mm. um, having the um, the foretold on my bookcase, it'll be next to two other, it'll be two two other monsters, two Daleks, mm. one on a on a hover boat thing, right? Yeah, you know those flying platforms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No and this well. is the nice thing about having no, um, your own room in the house is that Kath would never allow those things in the living room, right? Wouldn't she? No, because you know, say grow up is what mm. she'd say. <laughs> uh, How unreasonable of her! But you know, it's just somewhat lovely. You know, it used to be the shed, didn't it? It did. Blokes used to go in the shed. No, it's a man cave. Have you heard about the man who's built an actual man cave? There is a man who's done this. He is called. His name is um, Colin Furs, I believe. Colin Furs, so, <laughs> so close. Furs. <laughs> so close to being a heartthrob. Instead, <laughs> he lives in a cave. <laughs> he built a cave because it's not watch- a cave. Cave. Well, it's a basement cave underneath his shed. So you go out into his garden in Lincolnshire, mm-hmm. Lincolnshire, Lincolnshire, Lincoln, and then there's a little step ladder, hidden trapdoor, if you like. When you yeah. walk into the shed... Oh, it's a bit the lovely bones. <laughs> <laughs> For my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Stanley Tucci. He's, got a, he's, he's got a... excavated the entire area and... A basement under his shed. Under yeah. the shed. So the idea is that he said when the baby arrives... Um, baby. He's got baby on the way. Yeah. Hold on, this has come out of nowhere, the baby. There's no <laughs> the mention what, of it. I assumed he was single. <laughs> it's a man who lives under his own shed. Yeah, yeah. He's got a family. I don't know if he what? lives under his shed. No, but he says he likes it because he won't have to be woken up when the baby arrives. <laughs> he can go out to the shed. Um, How would that go down in your house? Um, I wouldn't even dare to mention Alan? that. Or I would be under the ground, under the shed. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't um, same with not, you? Not in a basement. Yeah, I don't think it's an ideal parenting policy. No. <laughs> but hey. He's got a flat screen TV in there. Of course oh, yeah. Of course. Drum kit. Oh, drum wow. kit. Drum kit is very first thought, isn't it? For like man. I don't be my first thought. But Ga- it's what I games think. Flat screen of... TV would be. Games console right now. And ejector bed. Ejector bed. <laughs> Has he really? That, that must be nice for his wife. <laughs> Just getting the injector bed installed. But what, what is he? I don't know. It's an ejector bed. It's like a James Bond type thing. So does it shoot you out of bed in the mornings? Well, I don't. Fortunately, I have no experience of it <laughs> yet. You, you just wake up in the, head in the, the shed. Of the <laughs> no, you just just shoot up into the shed. Yeah, yeah. Is this guy Wallace and Gromit? Is that what's happening? <laughs> wake up! Your hands are already on the vice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I, about I, this cave. I actually, I, if I'm going to be totally honest, it sounds brilliant. 
I'd love. Really? I'd love a basement under my shit. Oh, come on. Make it look nicer. Have you seen it? It's all industrial. It looks like someone who's paid off the screws. No, but that's because it's (laughs) male, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's why they're calling it man curve as well, not woman curve. Mm. I don't like the idea. I'd have it lovely in there. Yeah, me too. I've got a child of Prague candle in um, in my room. I don't know what that is. You know the child of Prague? No. no. You mean it's child a... of Jago? But no, not child of Jago. What is that? <laughs> that's that shop where that's they... That's that shop with the big hat. The dandy after the apocalypse clothes. Is remember? it called the child of Jago? I thought it child was... Child of the Jago, isn't it? Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, just trust us, that's a, it's a fancy shop in... Um, there might be branches in um, the north. No, there won't be. No. If they are, they'd have been torched by now. <laughs> <laughs> and the people chased out of town like dogs. Um, That's no bad thing, Norman. No, no, you haven't no. got child of the Jago, trust me. Well, they'd be tired and feathered. They'd be saying, this is actually all right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, What's child of Prague? Child of Prague is a, a manifestation, I think, of the baby Jesus. And I've, I've never been to Prague, but someone brought me one back, so I've got a big candle. Oh. So in my man cave under the shed, I'd have that maybe, you know, a nice um, hassock okay. and a pew. Uh, for a spiritual corner. Sounds very Spartan. Why ecclesiastical down there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Cave, just that corner. Uh, right, uh, just a corner. Although nobody puts the child of Prague in the corner. <laughs> I think you'll remember if you've seen the film. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Do you like the idea of a man cave then, Al? Not not massively. I mean, oh, I like the idea surprise of surprise me. I like the idea of the retreat, but I'm not. Um, I'm not as blokey as some. I don't think. I think. Uh, I can. I pointed. think. You, wouldn't you get a punch bag? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be good. Actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I would get one of those police targets. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. And uh, and do you know what I would have in there though is um, is a little trampoline, and when I was in it, I would just remove the stairs. So that anybody that tried to get in, jumped down, bounced and boomed yeah. straight back up. Then I could... Uh, I thought the trouble is you'd be on that and the neighbours would say, Oh, Alan's in the shed. Oh, no, he isn't. <coughs> oh, yeah, there he is. Oh, Yeah, but other than that, I t- you know what I would like a man cave full of? Mm. Women. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Hey! Full of women. Hey! What? Hey, what's happened with <laughs> <on> this show? <laughs> Have we gone back That's 40 years in time? Well, I just think it's all oh, a bit blokey. I think it'd goodness. be great to have some women in there. That's what exactly what you don't want no, in one cave. No, that's the cave. point of it. We don't want you in our cave. Hey, well, who says <laughs> I'm in... I'm <laughs> well, that's a bit straight to the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Said so it's good to know where you stand on these things. <laughs> so Otherwise so you can make a that. damn fool of yourself. <laughs> mean it like that. Yes, I just mean what? I'd want a cave. And Do I want women want cave. a cave? Well, we do. But guess what? We want other women in there. You just want to be on your own. So does Al, yeah. (laughs) He's disgusting. We want to be in our cave. He's after that cheerleader from number 36. (laughs) (laughs) She's having an affair with the milkman whilst we're back in the 70s. Um, So, for example, Daisy's very woman cave. We would have you in the cave together. I'd have lots of scented candles, sheepskin. Mm. I know it sounds clichéd. But listen, I'll tell you what we do. We talk about relationships 24-7. And I'll tell you what oh, we'd man. do if we were her. And I can't believe she did that. <laughs> and she's only with him because we'd, do, we'd have a lovely long <clears> chat. 
I think men get more solitary. I think I'd like that better than the uh, games console with this guy. We'd have magazines. Really? Oh, yeah, and the drum kit. But I'm not kidding. Don't tell me Kath wouldn't like that. Having a chat with us and magazines and relationship talk. I don't think Kath would want a scented candle in her woman cave. (laughs) (laughs) Can we cut that? You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner and uh, Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Don't text the show; we're not here. I know. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website if you will. Mm. Um, we uh, we need to talk hecklers again. I know they've come up quite a few times, but there's an unusual thing happened this week where Lawrence Fox, the actor. Mm. And I say oh, yeah. that because he does sound like that, doesn't he? Actor. Mm. He's very actor. Well, he's one of he's a he's part of a dynasty, isn't he's he? He's a fox. Yeah, I think yeah. he's, he's been, foxy I think bingos. He, I think he was in he's dynasty. He's one of the foxy bingo yeah. people. Yeah. Um, he must be rich. Yeah, he is part of uh, an acting dynasty, and he uh, he lost his temper and swore yeah. at a heckler. He did whilst doing a live play. Never seen a live play get a heckler before. He bro- he broke character, loves. He what? He broke character. He did break oh character. Oh, my God. When Spotlight get hold of this, it's going to be all across the <laughs> you front You don't page. get a lot of heckling at the theatre. No. I once went with a drunken friend to see a play <laughs> about Henry VIII, and he's, he just found the bloke who was playing Henry VIII hilarious. And, and every time the bloke spoke, he was really laughing out loud. <laughs> it was terribly embarrassing. Why and I was drunk as well. Um, oh, that's a nice but, story. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom Conti, who was on stage... At the time, yeah. with Lawrence Fox, when he he spoke, he used expletives, didn't he, to this the, man, and then he stormed off stage, mm. leaving poor old Tom standing there. But Tom said afterwards, uh, heckling is becoming much more frequent. Really? Oh. Because he says people are so used to watching experiences like that on their own, they're not they're not used to watching live in the man performances, cave. Yeah, in the man oh. cave on their iPhones, and they're used to shouting at the telly and things. Well, come on, though. Well, this is what Tom said. There was 200 people in the audience. If you gather 200 people together in the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. there's going to be, by the law of averages, one person who is despicable. (laughs) (laughs) There just is. One in 200. Why do I have to keep meeting them? (laughs) No, but it's true. Everything you go to, there's people you think, what? Shut up. I know. (laughs) But this bloke, to, to his credit, I don't know this heckler. No. But he did do a fantastic... Did you see what he's, he's... Did you read about his actual heckle? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got so a bit tell, confused by tell it. Tell what he has said. Because <laughs> we should say Lawrence was playing Charles de Gaulle. Charles de Gaulle he was playing. Yeah. Uh, the former president of France. And this bloke, I can't do the full thing because um, the first word begins with... Uh, where he told him to something off. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. The heckler said. So he said... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the heckler said something back off, uh, something off to Colombe les deux anglais, which is where Charles de Gaulle lived. Oh, so he was heckling the character. <laughs> oh, no, but that's a fabulous. I mean, the knowledge. If you're going wow. to heckle Charles de Gaulle, that's a good I mean, one. I, I think I'd have got down and gave him a hearty handshake. <laughs> what a brilliant. If, I, if somebody shouted at me, mm. something like shouted, like, like, go back to. Go back to Brisnall Hall Road, Albury, Wally, Westmead. What would you do, honestly? I'd be impressed by their level of research. Would you? Mm. I mean, I didn't. I don't. You need to swore. But what at the if beginning. you're appearing in one of your little plays like art, 
And then you had to be serious for that. It's not like when you're doing a stand-up skit. I know that's a bit difficult, but hey, actor. <laughs> that's what I want to say to him. Hey, actor, <laughs> welcome to my world. I thought it was his acting being heckled. I no, thought it, was, it was... Well, it was yeah. Charles Gaulle was being heckled. It was, yeah, someone, it it was a classic late review. He decided he wasn't a fan of Charles de Gaulle. Oh, marvellous. Maybe I should go back to the theatre if it's loosening up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't done a... I haven't done a... I was offered bottom in Regent's Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but uh, Kevin's face has gone home now, of course. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I am. Um, I've just performed at the Glasgow Comedy Festival this oh, yes? week, and, oh, yeah. uh, and it reminded me actually of a of a previous heckling episode that I had there a few years ago. Yeah, I was in the middle of my show, and two guys got up and stropped out. I'll say it. They stropped out, mm. and um, I said, "Oh." How come they've gone? And then somebody that was working on the front desk said, oh, your, your act wasn't gay enough. <gasps> Apparently my act wasn't I, gay enough. I have <laughs> said that before about your act. And it turned mm. out that I'd been listed in Scots Gay, the, um, <laughs> oh. the uh, LGBT... Uh, uh, but what I like is that I was talking about my wife and children during the stop. <laughs> so when they well, say... Well, no need to rub their noses in. <laughs> <laughs> but when they say my act wasn't gay enough... Is that how you tell them? I'd quite like it if they'd dropped out saying, his act is too straight, but actually what they well, said yeah, was he's said... not gay enough. Oh, it's like, it's gay. still a bit gay. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I don't know what, what it says about my show, that they thought it wasn't gay no, enough rather than But when you said why, did straight. you just refer to her as she? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe because it was I'm all just that. saying yeah. that can give off the wrong impression. Yeah. Maybe you can have a gay set where you are, you know, you are a sort of, your persona. Yeah. Yeah. I don't would that be all right? anymore, Frank. Would that be all right? Mrs Brown's boy, is this a bloke playing a woman? No, but it's different. So, um, surely a, a straight man could play a gay man. We're, we're, all, we're all swapping roles one after the next. You say yeah. when we're all. We're all. At his party. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that, do you remember that Duncan Norvella used to say, chase me? Yes. Yes. He wasn't gay. Really? Yeah, it was just, that was his persona. Oh. Yeah. And that was in the forward thinking. Look, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting it. I don't want to do anyone out of work. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a strange tale and no mistaking. And what makes me think about if somebody was really obnoxious in a, in a comedy club, often someone will come over and say, come on, get out. You know? mm. But the trouble is no one in, in, that works in a theatre is the sort of people that's going to be a bit of backup security. That's right, yeah. yeah. Well, so, we got chucked out of a fringe theatre when our, my class, there was quite a few of us misbehaving. OK. And it was Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, but and we thought we were being funny and someone said cheers when they drank the poison. It was all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, I went to see... Spoiler um, alert. I was in, Mal <laughs> I was in Malvern mm. and I went to see uh, the Scottish play. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know that bit when he says... Um, <laughs> Is, is this... Um, Take the high road, Balamori, the live version. Balamori life. <laughs> when he says, is this the dagger I see before me? Oh, yeah. And he sort of, you know, reached up into the darkness. What happened? And this kid behind me said, uh, not deliberately heckling, no. just saying, they, they should have had one on a string. <laughs> 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 Which was a reasonable set suggestion, but it was too loud. I, I saw the, <laughs> the actor didn't look, but I saw him tremble. Oh. Which is always fun. Absolutely. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Um, whilst we're talking about uh, the theatrical play that um, Tom, Tom Conti and Lawrence Fox was in, mm. I, uh, I went to see Twelve Angry Men earlier this year, in, um, not, no, it was last year, with my mother and wife, and uh, it was at the Salford Lowry, very famous production of 12 Angry Men. <laughs> yeah. Finished. We watched the whole thing. My mum walking out said to me, that main guy looked really like Tom Conti, didn't he? I said, yeah, it was Tom Conti. She thought it was just a look-alike coincidence. Was it the Martin Shaw production as well? He wasn't in the one I saw. Oh. He might have been recast, you know, because he probably I, had something I, I else to do. remember I walked past the theatre in the West I've End. I've worked with him, love. Yeah. I've worked yes. with Martin Shaw in The Professionals, love. Did you really? Yeah. I worked Fantastic. with him in uh, A&E, Always <gasps> and Everyone. Oh, my God. Frank, have you ever worked with Martin Shaw? He's worked with them all. No, I haven't, oh, wor- I haven't I worked just, with Martin Shaw. I was doing oh, the whole Kevin Bacon sorry, thing. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> the exception that proves the rule. No, I've never worked with Martin Shaw. <laughs> yeah, but that would have been perfect. <laughs> I can't believe well, that. you know, life's never perfect, is he? Okay. One thing spirit. I've learned, it nothing Enjoy your in life. <laughs> Nothing's 100%. Okay? <laughs> I got that from uh, the autobiography of Niall Quinn. Oh. Nothing's ever 100%. Yeah. And it sounds like a simple thing, but it's so true. <laughs> I mean, Nile. <laughs> he hit the Nile on the head. He really yeah, did. He Very large bottom Nile Quinn had. Do you remember? Did he really? Mm. No, that's Michael Gove. No, and Nile so Quinn. so oft confused. Yeah. And Nile Quinn. Google him. I'm just thinking about those people from the theatre coming over to tell you. You know, those people that you get to sell your tickets who've got like a Starlight Express sweatshirt on. Yeah. Character <laughs> spectacles. <laughs> coming over and saying, can you uh, leave, please, to that man? Yeah, uh, get back to uh, Le Morsi, but I'll do it all here. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. So Tom Conti said about that, Al, sorry. He said after that incident, mm-hmm. the heckling incident, Tom Conti said, do you know, it's one of those incidents that actors will tell for years to come. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know. That's already, the, he's turning it into an anecdote. Yeah, I, I, I like that it. he's planning ahead. Yeah. And I like the fact that Lawrence Fox's dad said, uh, <laughs> maybe you should prepare a little speech <laughs> for next time. And uh, if I know actors, and I mm. do, they'd be like, God, more lines to learn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just what I need. It does, I, I, I want to know more about the heckler, though. Do we have any information on him at all? He seems to be, he's a mysterious figure in this story. Mm. Not a clue. He wasn't spoken to by anyone, no one's really explained what he was upset. Was he drunk? You love an underdog, you sound don't like you? like <laughs> assembling a team of detectives for some cold <laughs> case. I mean, this, a bloke who can heckle... Charles de Gaulle at that level. <laughs> he sounds, yeah, he sounds interesting, doesn't he? Uh, I, I think <coughs> other actors have been told not to approach him if they see him. <laughs> anyway, in case they get a difficult review of something they did recently on Sky. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Um, we were talking earlier on about how many friends we've got, and mm. uh, I'll tell you something, Frank Skinner, that I was on the phone to um, a friend of mine, Emily Dean, oh. this week. We speak, you say? we speak sometimes. Yeah. Spoke on the phone, and... Uh, it was a lovely chat, that. <clears throat> it was a nice chat. It was a nice chat. Slightly dampened for me <laughs> by the fact that... I, I feel think... like I'm Cristiano Ronaldo and you're Paul uh-huh. Scholes and... And Ferdinand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> um, Halfway through it, there was a weird scratching sound <laughs> in the background, and I, I thought, what's going on there? What's going on? And I said, Emily, are you cleaning whilst you're on the phone to me? And she said, yes, I'm scrubbing my poof, darling. I had a spot on my poof. Oh, OK. But she'd started... Was it leather? No. 
Not from the sound of scraping, honestly. <laughs> I think it must I got have been the fabric a spray. You know the fabric spray cleaner. Oh, is it was it spraying? Yeah. Oh, I just. I was spraying, and then you look baffled by fabric spray cleaner. I don't know if I've. Um... Are, are there anyone else familiar with this? Yeah. <laughs> you're thank okay, Frank. What's the design of this poof? Is there a picture, or is it just some sort of pattern? Well, you didn't remember it if you, you have been to my abode, but you forgot. It's where you put your legs on. So it's a square. It's a rectangular. I know what, I know what it is. What they I are. just don't remember what. Okay, what I'll show you a picture in a minute. You got a picture of your poof. Uh, I always carry <clears throat> pictures of my poof. Um, but what she doesn't know is that she mm. was multitasking whilst on the phone to me, and I thought, mm. that's a bit cheeky, but I was in a full squat position whilst <laughs> chatting. Why? Did, did he sound a bit echoey? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, <laughs> oh, no. But I, I, was, I was right down, giving, my, uh, giving myself a stretch. So oh, very okay. good for one, the full squat. You weren't. I was. See, I think that's I quite horrible, squatting. actually. I'd rather Which, you know that. How wide do you go on a I'd, squat? I'd reenact it for the social media, but I think my jeans might be a bit tight around my thighs today. <laughs> right. But I'll try. Yeah, I, I go... Um, um, in, do you do that thing heels. where you stand with your feet together and then you move them out? No, I, I just sort of... I think they're probably about shoulder-width apart, and then I put my bottom onto my heels, as it were. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Feet flat on the floor? Yeah. Good. That's Ooh. what I was up to. Like when you're in China, you see those old women at bus stops. Very good for them. Oh, yeah. Squatting down with, the, with their heels flat That was on the floor. once I did that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then I've had a real spate of it, because I was then on the phone to my wife the next day, and I said, what's going on in the background? She said, I'm making spag ball. Making spag ball whilst well, on the phone Well, that's the modern world. Well, it got worse. Is that, we go to the toilet, there's all sorts going on. Well, the next time <laughs> I spoke to I won't to take her, a call on the toilet. I will. No. The next time oh, I spoke to her... now you know. This far and no further, that's, that's my motto. <laughs> the next time I spoke to her, I'm in the middle of the chat and I heard this enormous gushing sound, like, <sighs> properly, like... <clears throat> and I said, are you doing the toilet whilst on the phone to me? And she said, no, I'm, I'm pouring out the tank from the tumble dryer. That's what she was up to whilst... This is how little people listen to a word I've got to say. Well, I think it's the classic thing that women can multitask, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a woman of very little time. I have to grab every moment while I can. Is this oh. a song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the, you know the spoken bit at the beginning of that All Saints bit? A, I'm like a woman of very little time. <laughs> <laughs> I have to grab every moment I can. Oh. <laughs> Except I didn't sound like I'd once spent three months in America. No. Um, yeah, so I, I, sometimes I need to have a brief... Have you never... Are you seriously telling me, Frank? The amount of phone conversations we've had, you've never once been on the toilet when you've spoken to me. N oh never. My goodness. Really? I haven't been on the toilet since 1998. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't got any friends. <laughs> uh, no, I... You said to me once, one thing that you hated is you're on the phone and you can hear... Oh! Oh, yeah. I so feel sick uh, when what, people do that. What's the difference? That's, that's my question. Mm -hmm. No, actually, that's my question. <laughs> I do, I do painting by numbers sometimes. It doesn't require... Sometimes. You paint by numbers. You're not going to get phone. distracted yeah. when you're on the <laughs> I toilet. I don't, it's just... At my <laughs> I'll tell you what I have done when I've been on the phone. Oh, rubbish is this. I've um, said something funny in conversation and written it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have, I thought, yeah, oh, you, that's you. I, I find that one very believable. Yes, well, I, some comics would write down what I've said. Yeah, well, yes. I wouldn't, darling. I know you wouldn't. But, um... Others. I'll tell you who would. <laughs> that absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I haven't discussed 
this week one of my favourite stories, which was a revenge story. And I do like a bit of revenge. But this, did you read about this? This character demanded the iPhone he'd bought an ex back from her. Uh, and she refused. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it was a bit hard classy. Come on. You've given it now. Leave it. Well, I think the problem was he was still paying rental on it, wasn't he? So he probably felt he hadn't really given it ever. Mm-hmm. That she'd sort of... It was the sort of iPhone rented by his girlfriend, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, yes. Right. And he, so he took matters into his own hands when she refused, and he erased all her data. He did it remotely. I didn't know you could do that. No. That must yeah. be a satisfying feeling. Really he said, must, have a nice me. day, hashtag phoneless. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, good. It's That's rubbing it in, isn't it? The, mm. This, in the exchange of texts, yeah. her, her horror... Mm at the concept of being phoneless it did sort of startle me a bit. It was honestly like life was unimaginable yeah. as a phoneless person. Yeah. You know, your medieval man, he either met someone or he didn't. He went for a walk. That's true. So, right. Yeah, right. but it's a desperation. I I can, she says something like, we, you don't expect me to be phoneless, dear, as if, mm-hmm. can you imagine such a thing? Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I received a text from my um, my phone supplier today, and it reads, "Hi, Alan. If your phone is your whole world, imagine if something happened to it. With full cover, you can relax because if anything happens, you can get a replacement for the next day. For more info, click here." I replied, even though I knew that it was going to come up saying you did not reply. I replied. I replied. Oh, how to me. Anyone has replied. To I reply to those things all the time. <laughs> Do you? I reply to. Like, Who does that reply go to? Nobody. It's a complete waste of time, but I find it good fun. <laughs> I replied. I can totally imagine that, but my phone isn't my whole world, so I'd just replace it. Hashtag stoic. Yeah, why are you wasting material on them? No, you're that, good. That, no, that's. I like that though. <laughs> You must go to a computer. If someone sent me a thing and said, if your phone's your whole world, I wouldn't deal with that company again. Yeah. The idea that they think that I could be such a person. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Yeah, it's not. He then got into a text exchange. Sorry, Frank. I wonder if I should get back to that chap who's been handling my PPI. <laughs> does he quite? Does he contact you quite a lot? He does quite a lot, and that one who um, there's a bloke helping me out with an accident. I can't even. And do you, can't did even you have remember. the accident? Well, I don't remember it, but this <laughs> this happens with accidents. There, you know, I don't drive in a helmet. <laughs> do people still drive in a helmet? Would it be all right to drive in a helmet just normally around the yeah, street? Does anyone safer. ever drive in a helmet? It's not, not a bad idea to drive in a helmet. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Who drives speaking. in a helmet other safer. than the... Skid Solo used to. Skid Solo? Oh, Skid Solo was a racing driver in uh, British comics in the oh, really? 60s and 70s. You know that sort of... Pretty good reference do, for do nowadays. They, <laughs> do they wear one in, um, in that... Car, char, star in a cheap car. Oh, oh yeah, star yeah. in a reasonably priced car. Do they yeah. wear a helmet? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, let me think back to when I watched Top Gear. Oh, never. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think <clears throat> I might get a, one of those full face crash helmets. Yeah. And, and a convertible. <laughs> oh, you absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> That'd be pr- I'm always amazed you can go on a bus and there's no seat belts. Why is that all right? Oh, you're going to be on the bus with a crash helmet, and it's going to be so embarrassing. It's bad enough when you and Adrian Charles go on that motorbike together, Wallace and Gromit. I went to, um, Adrian Charles did this thing at the BFI, the British Film Institute, where you show a film Mm. that's changed your life. Mm. And I I thought I'd show him some support. So we did Captain, uh, Sergeant York, 
with um, Gary Cooper, which is oh. a long film. Is it? It's a long film. How did you find the film? But after it was, he was quite emotional. I went up to him, I gave him a big hug, and I said that you owe me two and a quarter hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to hold him to that. It's a lovely film, but come on, get on with it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Wouldn't it be great if you could remotely turn off other stuff that was yours? That people had, mm. like if somebody's borrowed a book ages ago and Seal now they go and look at it, and it's either sealed shut yeah. or they open it, it's just blank pages <laughs> like Harry Potter or something. Yeah, or someone, uh, someone nicks your car, yeah. you can just slam the brakes on <laughs> <laughs> remotely, <laughs> or just turn, just steer it. Oh, that'd be good. Wow, that home. she wouldn't know where they were. <laughs> drive them to the jail. Oh. <laughs> no, I'd be like Knight Rider. That Very. moment when they realised that, that, that they weren't controlling the car anymore. It'd be worth having it nicked. I'd probably just leave it the door open. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, the terrible thing about this story is they must have been in love, these people, I that know. he got her a phone. And it's that moment when summer turns to autumn. Um, and suddenly you're remotely shutting down their device. I know. Me and Kath had a row once about the internet, and she said, oh, well, I won't use the internet anymore. I said, OK, then, you won't. She said, I don't, want, I don't even need the internet. I said, OK, so I went. I didn't even know you, how easy it was to just close someone's account, completely shut the whole thing no. down. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't tell her I'd done it. And about two hours after, I thought, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done it. That was pretty extreme. Oh. And she had all this iTunes stuff. You didn't wipe it all. And it all just went, yeah. And when she when she got back on, it didn't never come back again. Wow. I mean still gets brought up occasionally. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that you've broadcast that. I bought her I bought um, on a similar I bought Kath an iPod for Mother's Day. <clears throat> She's absolutely iPad rather. Oh, I yeah. was gonna say iPod late with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know it's about Sergeant York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A bit long, the Guardian. Um <laughs> I, uh, it's hot in here, isn't it? Is yeah. it hot? Yeah, it is. <sighs> I think I've got to do one of those armpit things now. Yeah, but we're nearly <laughs> done. Clothing. Tell me the story. You bought so for I Mother's bought Day an, an iPod. iPad for Mother, an iPad yeah. for Mother's Day. She's uh. absolutely furious. Oh, she yeah. had one anyway? No, she had an old one, one of those, one of those big ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. She hasn't even opened it. I can't Why? work out what I've done wrong. Furious. How do you know? When you say furious, what do you mean? Just like you weren't. I think it means angry. I yeah, was, but I was trying his to idea show. Of furious. I was earlier today. I was trying to show her, um, how to, you know, the apps and all that kind of stuff. And I sat next to her with this iPad, trying to lead her into it. Mm. And the, she just looked straight ahead. You know, when you're on the train and the, the man next to you starts unbuttoning <laughs> his trousers, and you just look, you just look straight ahead like there's nothing happened. It was like that. Um. No, there's no explanation. Don't even try. No, I was just wondering who's going to get that iPad. Like, you could have it. I don't need it, darling. I've got money. I didn't mean you. I meant him. <laughs> well, I'll keep him. Taking his gift back. Make a nice coaster. Oh, I thought you meant me. <laughs> Place, Matt. You know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.